0: What's up, people? Welcome to On Common Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. I'm your host, Chris Rausch. In this episode, I interviewed David Mayer. David is a film, television, and media arts major here at the school. He's got his own podcast, and he's involved in the Quinnipiac Bobcat Sports Network. This show is produced by Evan Koch. Thanks for listening. David, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be uh, b- pleasure to be on your podcast.
0: So, David, tell me about uh, the the Marvel uh, Sports Show that you do on Q th- on WQAQ, and uh, this is
1: a podcast as well, correct? It, it's uh, it started out as a podcast. We expanded it to the radio network um, this year. Um, it's based off my sports blogging site. Um, my dad helped me create a sports blogging site in 2016, just after my birthday. And I have been using this website ever since. It's been up for uh, five years now. will be up for almost six years in February. And I, during COVID, um, I wanted to see if we could make that into uh, a podcast so I could better explain um, what's going on in sports. And obviously we wanted to get it on the radio. We couldn't do that, unfortunately. Uh, due to COVID So I decided I'll just make a podcast um, One of my good friends uh, Andrew Spisano uh, Was brought on as my co-host in our second episode And that podcast Started out nicely uh, We had some guests here and there um, We brought on some of my friends Who are involved in uh, Sports production or sports broadcasting um, A guy I worked with In Worcester who broadcast uh, Mass Pirates football games uh, Came on as um, as our guest for a show and then this uh, this year we got it on the radio and it was very exciting we were finally able to expand and get it on the radio a full full hour um, and have a more structured system than our podcast. I mean the podcast had a structured system but with the radio it, it gave us um, a much more structured and much more um, you know a much more realistic kind of vibe. Um, now that it's on the radio, we've had a couple of guests come on. Uh, we'd love to bring back some of the guests we had last year onto our show. And I like where we're at starting our, our first season on the radio. And uh, things go up from there. So very exciting.
0: So for those of you who do not know, the show uh, is at 9 p.m. on Tuesdays on WQAQ. Mm-hmm. And if you go to WQAQ's website, uh, you can listen live. Where did the, where did the name Marvel come from?
1: Um, well, it started out, my blog started out as Thoughts on Sports. Um, again, I was uh, 15 at the time. So it, it never really, it, it never really made sense. And I was like, um, my flag football team in the eighth grade was called the Marvels. Okay. <laughs> um, just, based, just based off my last name, I was like, you know, it, it, you know, my last name, Mar, Marvel. And I was like, okay, Marvel Sports sounds like a great name for the site. Um, and I know it like that's not how my name sounds when like it's viewed on TV or on my social media, but you know it makes sense. It it sounds right. And I was like, you know, why don't we just take the name from the from the website and just make it onto the as a podcast? And because there's because they can get tied together, WordPress can allow um, Spotify links and podcast episodes through them. And I was like, we could just tie in what we create on the podcast or on the radio, tie it tied into the website so that we can have um, as I mentioned, more structure, uh, much more expanded thoughts than what's on my site. Um you know, I I really didn't know what to come up with the name for the podcast at first and then I just decided I was like, you know, my site's called Marvel Sports. We could just call it the Marvel Sports Podcast or the Marvel Sports Talk Show and, and that's how it came to be. So at first I was thinking, let's just call it the Oppo Taco Podcast, but that's a baseball term. So, And we talk everything on this show. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's how it came to fruition.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask, what, how do you decide what, uh, what will be the topic every
1: week? Um, so, we always, um, I congregate with Andrew about um, what to, uh, what do we want to talk about this week. We always talk football, we'll always talk college football. At the beginning of our podcast, we were talking baseball. And then we can't really get into, in a full hour, NFL, college football, NBA, and NHL uh, with the break in between. So what we do is we'll keep NFL since it's every week. We'll keep college football since it's every week. But every other week, when there's not baseball, we'll alternate between NHL and NBA. So two weeks ago, uh, we talked about NHL. We had my brother, who is a freshman club hockey player at the University of Oregon, um, he came on the show to talk NHL with us. And then a couple of days ago when we had our last show, we were talking NBA. So that means next week we'll go back to NHL before break. And then after we come back from break, we'll jump right back into NBA. Um, but And then as football ends, we'll talk both NBA and NHL. And as baseball gets closer, all three at the same time.
0: Okay. And and how did you hook up with, with Andrew as co-host?
1: Um, So... Uh, my friend Melanie, who does Q30, um, she, um, she and Andrew were good friends. And we went out to uh, Wooden Tap, uh, just the three of us, uh, one night. And, um, you know, Andrew and I kind of bonded. He, he loves New York sports. I love Boston sports, and I'm also a, a big Florida Panthers fan. Um, and we came together, and we were like, you know what? We could take what, what we have now. And just share it, and we can make a podcast. We can make a radio show. You can contribute to the site if you wanted to. Um, but like we we bonded, um, you know, we bonded together uh, very closely on that first night out. And you know, I felt like there's something special about our connection, and and how we relate to sports, how we're big fans of the teams we love, and how we're you know opinionated on different things different sports different teams and that's when we got the idea why don't we just share what we what we think and we'll just make a podcast or a radio show and um and it's worked out and it's worked out nicely it's worked out better than i expected
0: all right david i've i gotta i got a I got to quibble with you okay i went on your i went on your blog yeah and and looked at your predictions for the games mm-hmm. and and i'm just going to quote Last night's game, Ravens and Dolphins. Yep. You wrote Baltimore wins big. Yeah, <laughs> what happened?
1: Um, well, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the game. Obviously, the Panthers <laughs> were playing at the same time, and I, I was actually watching a, a better college football game that night as well. I but, have
0: no confidence in the uh, Dolphins' offense right no, now. No,
1: I did not, and uh, you know, <laughs> and I didn't wrote. because it was uh, what was it like six to three at one point at halftime. I was like, yeah, the Ravens will turn it on, and but honestly, given the way that. The sports world has gone on this year. Everything's been so crazy. And you and you go back to last week uh, in the NFL with the Jaguars beating the Bills. You had the Titans defense dominating the Rams. You had the Broncos going to Dallas and beating the Cowboys. It's just been such an unpredictable season, not just with the NFL, but with college football and how a group of five team might actually get into the college football playoff for the first time since the playoff came to form in 2014. It's just been so crazy, and I and that game, I, the Dolphins beat the Texans only by eight points, and the Ravens turned it on the second half against Minnesota. And I was like, okay, they'll carry that momentum in the Dolphins game. They should whitewash the Dolphins. And um, it's one of those unpredictable games that you just you just don't know what's going to happen. And um, but yeah, it was a it was a crazy game. And I uh, I remember going to bed uh, seeing the Xavier Howard scoop and score, and I was like, wow, I think Paul, I think. The, the Dolphins might get him. I right. think we're both wrong this week.
0: Tell, me, tell the uh, audience what you do for the Quinnipiac Bobcat Sports Network.
1: Um, so I started out as a freshman uh, in QBSN. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I came to Quinnipiac. As much as I fell in love with the film program, um, I got brought into uh, Steve McAvoy, who I met in Boston, uh, also did QBSN. He was a senior when uh, I was a freshman, and he was the one that got me into QBSN. Uh, when I started on QBSN, I just started to do writing. I'm a, I'm, I'm big into uh, play-by-play and sports broadcasting. And I thought, it's my freshman year. I don't want to dive into anything too quickly. Let's just start out by writing some games because I was already a sports writer and I've already done internships in sports writing. And that was nice. And um, I, I think a lot of the recaps I wrote were well. I actually, um, one of the first assignments I got to do was to go – Cover the men's hockey game at Holy Cross um, in January over uh, December and January break uh, my freshman year. Um, I started to get into play by play and color commentary in the winter. Um, first time I did it was with Jack Maine. We were calling the women's hockey game against Princeton. And that's where I started to feel comfortable. I was like, okay, I feel good after doing my first color commentary. I want to keep trying. Uh, and then during COVID, uh, we did radio broadcasts. And, you know, it, it wasn't the same as being in the arena, but I still wanted to keep trying doing play-by-play, keep trying to prove myself and make sure, like, you know, this is what all the years of going to sports broadcasting camp in Boston and um, have, have really trained me for. And I felt comfortable doing those broadcasts. I actually got to do some by myself uh, for uh, men's lacrosse, and those were those were really fun. And... I started to feel more confident about myself and I think it's what gave me broadcaster of the year for QVSN at the end of the year. And now that we're back in person, it's so much more and it's really fun to be in the arena and as a fan, it's great to be right near the action. But when you're watching it and you're you're broadcasting it on the radio for everybody to see, it's really special. And I just and I was calling the game a couple of weeks ago against Holy Cross on a Tuesday night and I just saw the entire student section in yellow and, or gold and blue. A lot of the fans uh, were packing the arena. I was like, "This is what's all about for me. This is what does it for me." It's not you calling the game is one thing, but when you just see the arena how it's packed, it it just it really does bring it to fruition. And um, I, now, as in, in my third year at QBSN, doing more, uh, being able to call the Yale game last weekend uh, in New Haven uh, was really fun. We had a great time, and I feel more comfortable now than I would have been as a freshman doing that first game with Jack. Um, And, you know, it's, it's been such a fun experience being with this organization.
0: David, uh, obviously because you're, I know the audience can't see this, but you're wearing a a hoodie for where you interned the Mm Hyannis Harbor Hawks baseball team. Mm -hmm. Uh, What did you do for them?
1: Um, So I handled their social media. Uh, I did their game day, Twitter, uh, which provided live updates during the game, and, and this is a
0: Cape Cod League team. Yes, yes, yeah.
1: the Cape Cod Baseball League. It's like a summer. It's like where college baseball athletes can work out for the summer. You know, get better, work for, uh, get some prospects to come out and watch them, um, or some scouts get to come watch scouts, them. Yeah, yeah uh, scouts. Uh, sorry, um, some scouts to come out and watch them play and get some more development for the for the major leagues. We actually had. Uh, Colton Bender, who's a catcher for Quinnipiac, got drafted. Middle of the season. Happened in Hyannis. He got the call in Hyannis before the game started. And that was so cool. Not that he um, not that he got the call during the game, but it was from he's from Quinnipiac. He got the call. He got drafted. He was so excited. Um and then I also did their um their regular Twitter, which just provided, hey, here's who we're playing, here's where it is, here's what the time. Um any promo that was going on. Like we had a Christmas in July game, which is a different story and it was um, it's one that's more, more expanded if I, if I, if we get the chance to talk about it. Um, but honestly being in Hyannis was amazing. And we had different interns from, you know, we had a, our sideline reporter was from Clemson. Our play by play guy was from North Texas, a bunch of guys from Missouri, a lot of guys from UMass, but they were all, we were all this like one big happy family in Hyannis. And that's why I love being down there. for And you know, it was the call co- and, and we, and I worked with two riders and we were like a team, but with all of us together, we had so much fun. We went to the beach. We had, um, um, you know, we hung out on the field doing signs and banners We played some catch on the field. I brought to the football. We threw the football around a little bit. That was probably the most fun internship experience I think I've ever had over the last few years. But yeah, it was, um, yeah. Social media, game day, Twitter, regular Twitter. Honestly, had such a blast.
0: David, you mentioned how you, you came to Quinnipiac partially because of QBSN. Mm-hmm. Uh, take me back to when you were a high school student. What, what did you know about Quinnipiac, and, and why did you ultimately decide to come here?
1: Wow. Um, I knew that they had a sensational hockey program, and obviously I knew nothing about it. I've never seen a Quinnipiac hockey game when I was in high school. I grew up a big UMass Lowell hockey fan. A lot of my friends went to UMass Lowell. That's why I applied first, um, and then when I took the college trip out to Quinpiac, I knew nothing about it. I didn't know where it was, I didn't know what it would look like. Um, and on the drive down, on the drive down, my mom drove me uh, to Quinpiac when I was a junior for the tour, and it was breathtaking. It was in the middle; of, it was in the middle of nowhere in southern Connecticut, so that was nice, um, as opposed to other colleges I looked at that were right smack dab in the middle of the city. Um it was and the film program I was really I was really caught on and um I took film classes in high school and the film program I looked into it was great. Um I met some guys before that were big in the film program and said like this is what you're going to do if you ever come here. And the fact that it was just in a place where like it's it's nice and quiet I could study, I can you know, I could do some film work. Um the people here are really nice. Um that's what caught my attention to why I wanted to come here. Um, obviously, QBSN, it's great, but it didn't mean anything if I didn't pick the film major that I wanted to get into and the school I wanted to get into. And um, it, it's it's a decision that's changed everything for me. And um, and I think that it's 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 really changed me. I feel like I think being here has changed me. I think I feel more confident. Um, I'm very excited that I get to work with such great people and great students. And, um, I really enjoy being in the film industry and we get to make and create so many different things. And, um, it's been awesome. I love being here.
0: And David, you're obviously a big, uh, sports person. Mm-hmm. Uh, take me forward five years, 10 years. What's your, what's your dream job, uh, post-graduation? Where, where do you want to be?
1: Jeez. Um. Probably as a broadcaster for um, the Florida Panthers. Um, A couple years ago, uh, my family spent Christmas vacation in Marco Island. And we had tickets to the Panthers game that night. And we got a tour of the arena before, uh, before the game started against Montreal. The tour was given by Randy Moeller, who's now the color commentator for Valley Sports Florida. And we've stayed connected. And he's actually... He got me in the truck in Boston one time. Uh, the Bruins were playing the Panthers on a Sunday in Boston. Or actually, I think it was a Saturday in Boston. And my film professor wanted me to go in the truck for the game. And Randy got me in the truck when I asked him. I was like, this is a film assignment. I don't know if we could do it, but it's just for it's for school. And he's like, yeah, come on in the truck. So I got to meet some of the production team. I've met some of the uh, other broadcasters for the Florida Panthers. So... Um, probably start small in Florida. Why the
0: Why the Panthers? You're 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 a Boston guy.
1: I know, but when you When you bond with so many great people from another organization, okay. And, um, you know they really, they really welcome you. And Randy and I have stayed in touch for so long. We We always meet up. Each, um, we always try to meet up in Boston. I tried to meet him last weekend, uh, when I was actually at the game in Boston, and that couldn't happen because of COVID protocols. Um, but. It, it's such a, it's a class organization, and I have more connections there than I would have in Boston. Um, I guess if I ever get to that kind of level where I get to meet more people from Boston and like connect with them on a social level and on a professional level, I think that might be the case. But I think I've, I've built some good connections in Florida that if I, if I send a resume out now, I think I could see myself being on the production for a little bit, maybe try to be a broadcaster in the next 10 years uh, but yeah, that's where I have the most connections. That's where I would try to try to be in the next 10 years. And it's it's better weather than what we have here in New England. So, <laughs> All right,
0: David, thank you for joining us on Uncommon Grounds. I really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.
0: That was my interview with David Mayer, who is a film, television, and media arts major here in the School of Communications. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by me, Chris Rausch. I'm the Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. This show is produced by Evan Koch, who also does the music. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu podcast. You can listen to our podcast on the platform or app of your choice. Definitely check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcast. Do you have a story to share? Something you want us to talk about? Find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and thanks for listening.